Hey, this is Five Minutes with Elvin. You are listening to the Canterbury Tales Part Two: The Marriage Group. The Marriage Group of the Canterbury Tales refers to the following four stories: one, the wife of Bath's tale; two, the clerk of Oxford's tale; three, the merchant's tale; and four, the Franklin's tale. The four stories take turns advocating different ideas about how a relationship works. First, the wife of Bath's tale. The wife of Bath is believed the first feminist in Western literature. She runs her business in Flanders, and is financially independent. This is the wife of Bath's tale. Long time ago, in King Arthur's time. A young knight disobeys the knightly code and rapes a lady. He soon turns himself in, and shall soon be put to death. King Arthur's queen Guinevere asks for the young knight for a mission. King Arthur agrees. Queen Guinevere sends him to find the answer to the question, what women really want. The young knight is given a year for the answer. The young knight collects a lot of answers that he himself doesn't believe. It has been going on like this for a year, until the last evening of the last day. He plans to travel through a forest and get back to King Arthur for the death penalty. He then meets a hag in the forest. The hag promises to save his life. He promises to agree on anything the hag asks for. They go back to Queen Guinevere together, and tell Queen Guinevere that the thing women want is mastery. Through discussion conducted by the queen and all the ladies at court, it is agreed that this is the right answer. The hag then tells the queen the young knight promises her a reward. As long as she saves his life, the queen agrees to see the young knight fulfill his promise. The hag asks the young knight to marry her. The queen decides that the wedding shall be set this week, and that they should not wait too long. The wedding is set. The hag is happy, and the knight is crying. He tries to hide himself, nowhere to be found. But he is found. The wedding ceremony is done, and the knight and the hag are now husband and wife. That night, the young knight keeps his face to the wall and refuses to turn around. The bride pokes him for a response. She pokes and pokes and says, "Now you have two choices. First, I can become beautiful." But not faithful. Second, I can stay faithful, but not beautiful. The young knight replies, "As you please." In respect or in despair, we never know. But offering a lady mastery is always the best and correct answer. At that moment, the hag turns herself into a very beautiful young lady and tells the young knight that she is a test of the young knight's respect for ladies. And regrets for what he did. The story tells us that women should have their mastery, and men should listen to their ladies. This is how a relationship works. Second, 
the clerk of Oxford's tale. The word clerk here means scholar. The clerk of Oxford is a stubborn scholar from Oxford. He is a typical sexist who believes men should rule over women. This is the clerk of Oxford's tale. Long ago, a dukedom loses its old duke, and a young duke starts to run the dukedom. He is almost as good as his father, but he has no children to take over the dukedom after him, and the old subjects are worried. The young duke finally agrees to marry, but he will pick his own bride from a farm. The young duke turns out to be very paranoid and puts his wife to a test in order to convince everyone in the dukedom that she is a perfect wife to him and a perfect duchess to the dukedom. Everyone loves her already, but he puts her on the test anyway. He takes away her first child, their baby girl, and he takes away her second child, their baby boy. He also makes her believe that he killed them both. No matter how much the Duchess suffers, she always believes her husband is right. In the end, the Duke sends her back to the farm, and she goes home thanking him for every day she spent as his wife. One day, the Duke sends for her, saying that he needs her to get his new wife ready for the wedding. The old duchess is again thankful, thinking that the duke still remembers her. She comes back to the palace, readying the fourteen-year-old new bride. When the wedding begins, the duke makes an announcement, saying that he shall remarry the old duchess and that this is their family reunion. For the fourteen-year-old bride is actually their daughter, and the seventeen-year-old flower boy by their side is their son. From now on, no one shall ever have doubt in his choice of a duchess for his dukedom. The story tells us that no matter how much a woman suffers, as long as she listens to her man and obey, she shall have a happy life in the end. The clerk of Oxford's tale makes every sensible person angry, especially the wife of Bath. When the wife of Bath is about to hurt the clerk of Oxford, the merchant among the pilgrims steps up and offers a third story to diffuse the tension. This is the merchant's tale. Back in King Arthur's time, a sixty-year-old knight named. January is desperate to have a baby, in case his wealth and title fall into the wrong hand. January, the old knight, marries a sixteen-year-old girl, May, in hope of a baby. Damien is a young man with a nice body, working for January in his garden. May and Damien are both young and attract each other. January is jealous. May is very smart, and Damien is very lucky. One day, May and Damien meet in a pear tree. When May lies about picking pears for January, after January goes blind, 
Hades of Greek mythology shows up and makes January see everything. January refuses to admit that he sees anything, in case he admits his jealousy and May denies what he sees and becomes very angry. Soon after the little accident, January is happy that he will soon have a baby. May is happy that she successfully helps January. Damien is as always happy. Happy working in the garden, serving January and May. The story tells us that in a relationship, the qualities of the man should match the qualities of the woman. Otherwise, no matter how perfect things look, it's always just a joke. After the merchant, the Franklin among the pilgrims offers a fourth story. The Franklin is a successful gentleman in town. He helps people with his money, and he settles conflicts with his wisdom. This is the Franklin's tale. Back in King Arthur's time, a duke is away a lot. His wife, the Duchess, is often alone in the castle. A nearby prince is always after the beauty of the Duchess and asks to spend the night with her. The faithful Duchess hates him and refuses him, but he never quits. One day, the Duchess is really angry, so angry that she loses her reason and says, "Hey, you! Look out the window! If you can make all the black pebbles on the seashore disappear overnight, I'll spend the night with you." She only says this to drive him away once and for all. She has no idea that he will take this request to a black wizard, Merlin's brother. The prince promises the black wizard gold, and the black wizard makes all the black pebbles go away overnight. The prince then visits the duchess. He asks her to fulfill her promise, and let him know when she's ready. Right after that, the duke arrives home. The duchess tells the duke what happened, and the duke says to the duchess, "You made a mistake because I was away. Then we made the mistake together. We shouldered the consequences together. You should go to the prince and fulfill your promise, and we are both responsible." The duchess goes. The prince is touched. And calls off the bet. Likewise, the black wizard is touched by the prince and refuses all reward for his service. The story tells that. The story tells us that in a relationship, there is no you and I. It's always we, always us. When two people are in a relationship, they should always support each other, share responsibilities. And shoulder faults together. That's how a relationship works. This is more than five minutes with Alvin. I've done the best I can. I'll see you in class.